So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about you uh, going to see the movie It, and we talked about the issue of scary clowns. But but you are just before Halloween. You got we're living through a really genuinely scary time. You were those Sonoma County fires, Northern Californias, came very very close to your house. Yes, from multiple directions. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. Thanks for subscribing, streaming, or downloading and listening to us on your computer or tablet or phone. I'm Austin Titchener, one-third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, number 575, Northern California Fires. Our own Reed Martin, lifelong resident of Sonoma, California, was forced to evacuate his home about six weeks ago, along with his family and thousands of others, including our office manager and wardrobe props goddess Ali Bostad and our actor friend of ours, Dodds Delzell, because of the devastating fires that destroyed almost 250,000 acres and killed at least 44 people and hospitalized 185. Reed joined me via Skype this week to talk about what it was like to be surrounded by the 17 separate wildfires that raged through six counties and threatened property, people, animals, and businesses, such as the famous Sonoma and Napa wineries. There had been a big fire in 1964, I remember. I was, I was very young, um, and it came over one hill, and I remember my dad took everything out of his office, which was in danger, not imminent danger, but it was in danger, moved it into our garage, and I think it got within a few blocks of his office. This fire was many multiples of that because there were three or four or five fires, and then they burned together. There was a fire coming in sort of toward Sonoma's between Santa Rosa in Sonoma County and Napa County, and there were fires coming from both directions, and they got within about three miles of our house, and it was just, it was scary. We... It was a Sunday night. It was very, very windy. I was watching TV fairly late, not super late at night, and it got very windy. And my wife, Jane, RSC general manager, woke up because of these gale force winds. I said, oh, it's just windy. Well, apparently power lines, they're not, they're not certain, but it seemed like the wind knocked down power lines um, and started these fires. And it was, it was terrifying. And over, what did I read, 5,000 houses burned to the ground in Sonoma and Napa counties. Um, and the air, it looked for, for most of a week, it just looked like there was a heavy fog in the air, except it was smoke and ash settling on your cars. Um, schools were closed for two weeks in Sonoma and Napa uh, counties, both I teach at Santa Rosa Junior College and Napa Valley College, and all the elementary schools and high schools were all closed. Um, Jane teaches at Sonoma Valley High School drama and English. And my son, Keen, is a senior there, and the school was closed, and it became a Red Cross evacuation center. And Jane and Keen spent a lot of hours there volunteering for people who had been evacuated, um, had no place to go. Um, a lot of elderly, um, a lot of people maybe with mental health issues, homeless people. Um, and so that, that was a big help. But it was just, it's the sort of thing, and... People always say this. It's the sort of thing that happens somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, and uh, here I am almost a month later, and I still feel like I'm constantly on high alert. Um, I'm just on, kind of on edge. We, and it started 
So it was windy that Sunday night. We went to bed, and at 5.45, pounding on our door, and our neighbor two doors down um, had been alerted, and she said, uh, there's big fires in the hills, and uh, you might want to pack up your car and be ready to evacuate. Um, good morning. Yeah. Uh, not even morning, middle of the night. Um, and so then you have, we were fortunate. We never were um, required to evacuate, um, but we were ready to go. But um, some people had two minutes. Some people didn't get to take anything. But maybe you have five minutes or two minutes or ten minutes. To, well, what do you take? You know. Yeah. And so that was an interesting question. I, uh, you know, I grabbed computers and phones and financial records and photos mm-hmm. um, and then documents um, and a little bit of clothing and you're ready to go. But um, we know, oh, I don't even, I don't know the number, but many, many people who lost their homes, including Dodds Delzell, who is a, an actor with the Reduced Shakespeare Company. Um, he and his son's home Burned to the ground. Um, yeah. Well, and you actually went away from your house. You spent the night, several nights away from your house, just so you didn't get another one of those middle of the night wake up calls, right? Just yes. Yes. And it, it turned out this wasn't planned, but every other night during that week, so three nights, we went down to El Cerrito, which is in the East Bay. For those of you who don't know the uh, Bay Area, kind of near Berkeley or Oakland area, about an hour away with um, uh, good family friends. And um, Jane, working at the evacuation center, had a pretty good idea from the first responders which nights might be rough in terms of the fire kicking up because of wind. Um, And so so she kind of kept her, you know, finger on the pulse about that. And so three nights, Jane especially, having grown up in Ireland, you know, it's too wet to have wildfires in Ireland. And so yeah. it was a completely new thing to her. And so she was understandably very concerned. Yeah, so three three nights we went down and then, you know, came back the next morning and worked at the evacuation center. But they were working at the evacuation center. I'm cleaning the dry leaves out of the gutters of our house. I'm watering down the house. Um, one, You know, it, it became hard to get gasoline in town mm-hmm. because everybody wanted to be filled up and ready to go. Um, uh, and the, the first or second night we kind of had to make a plan because so many roads were closed because of fires in all the different directions. If we do need to evacuate, which way do we go? Well, I looked, I looked at the maps online and it looked like on a couple of times, it looked like you didn't have anywhere to go. You had fires to the North, East, West, and maybe that one road that goes by Sears Point Raceway, but then there was a fire there too. Yes, yes. There was a there was Highway 12, which goes to Santa Rosa. That was blocked. Uh, the highway to Napa, there was fire burning over there. So, and then 37, which connects Napa and um, Marin counties, that was closed off. So for a while, it looked like maybe our only way to get out of town would have been the windy road to Petaluma, which doesn't mean a lot to everybody. But but the, just the point being, it, it it wasn't real obvious necessarily how you could get out because there seemed to be fires from most directions which is pretty unnerving yeah well and and it's not just northern california that had this southern california had uh, uh, some fires too that came very very close to downtown la or downtown burbank out in glendale Mm -hmm. Um, um well and that was an interesting thing growing up 
in Northern California, there are wildfires. It's just a fact of life. And that's why I've never had a desire to live in the hills. I don't know if it was that fire when I was four years old that sort of stuck in my head. I always wanted to live in town. And as, as we turned out to be in, a, in about as safe a location as you could be, considering how close the fires got, because we're pretty much in the middle of town. Uh, but what, what was unusual about this fire was that first night it was so windy that it, the wind pushed it in, in northern Santa Rosa. It pushed it over the hills and across the 101 freeway and burned out, I think it's called uh, coffee, the Coffee Lane something neighborhood. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that first night was when the most, I think 40 people died in the fires is the estimate right now. And most of them were elderly people that first night. And I, I imagine they probably woke up on fire. Oh. Uh, it was the middle of the night. It came quickly. And you just wouldn't think that the, that a, a fire would leap across the freeway. It was also the first few days was it was concerning because, understandably, it takes quite a while to get all the people and assets to fight the fire. So eventually, I think there were maybe 10 or 20,000 firefighters from literally all over the world, Australia and Canada and different states. Um, but for two or three days, basically the people, the firefighters and first responders in this area were just trying <laughs> to do what they can to keep it, not even trying to put it out, but just trying to uh, keep it from going to the most populated areas. I'm Roger Roten, the proprietor of the Sebastian Theater in Sonoma, California, and you're listening to the podcast of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. Where can you RSC the RSC? We have one final performance in 2017. This Friday night, we'll be performing the ultimate Christmas show abridged in La Mirada, California. Then next month in 2018, we'll bring William Shakespeare's long-lost first play abridged to Bloomington, Illinois, Hillsdale, Michigan, Tallahassee, Florida, South Padre Island, Texas, Livermore, California, Bluebell, Pennsylvania, Hayes, Kansas, Indianapolis, Indiana, La Crosse, and Madison, Wisconsin, the New Victory Theater in New York City, and the Pittsburgh Public Theater next June. We'll also be doing one performance of The Bible, The Complete Word of God Abridged in Orono, Maine in March. And Pop-Up Shakespeare is already in its second printing and still on sale worldwide. As always, the very best way to stay up to date about all of our worldwide performance dates is to sign up for the Reduced Reader, our email newsletter. Go to ReducedShakespeare.com and click on the link to subscribe and check out our touring page for specific box office, venue, and ticket information. My family has some property in Sonoma County, but it's 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 two hours west of where these fires were. It's in the northwest corner, a mile from the ocean, and it's very wood wooded areas. <clears throat> but because it's so close to the ocean, it's very wet and green, <clears throat> and there's a lot of fog, and and so that was it was never in any danger. But we, uh, you know, there we have we sort of harvest the timber on this property. There's like you know a handful of acres, and we take some trees. And we were talking to the forest manager, and he was saying that the property kind of, between us and the ocean, there is nothing mm-hmm. but state park, which is lovely because it means there'll be no development, you know, it'll be great. But on nor- surrounded on north and our east sides 
is um, private, private property from a, from a hugely wealthy guy who has tens of thousands of acres who doesn't like any of his family, his relatives, so he might just donate it to the state as park. And I said, well, that's great, and we're just surrounded by state park. And he went, yes, but um, good forest management and fire prevention means you need to cut down trees. Right. And that is counterintuitive to many, many people uh, who would go, wait, why are you cutting down trees in a state park? Mm -hmm. Well, you plant grain ones, you get rid of the dead ones. It's all very nuanced, and that's hard to explain in the soundbite. But he was saying, you know, he would almost rather it stay in private hands because private owners know the value of cutting down trees and planting new ones. Right. Yeah. Well, and here's an interesting about interesting thing about stuff that grows on the land. The vineyards acted as fire breaks. Yeah. Sonoma and Napa County, because um, most of the grapes have been harvested, not all of them. But, um, you know, these are uh, plants that are irrigated. Um, and so I think the fires would have been much, much worse in Sonoma and Napa counties if it hadn't been for all the vineyards around. And um, two of the oldest wineries in the state of California, I think the oldest winery and the oldest family-owned winery are both in Sonoma Valley. One is uh, Buena Vista Winery, mm -hmm. and the other is Gundlach Bunshu. And Buena Vista Winery, I saw on the news, the fire burned right up to the building. This is an old limestone building carved out of the, the stone, um, you know, whatever it was in the 1830s or 60s. Um, and uh, first, through some honors firefighters, just circled that building. And it burned right up to the building. And Gundlach Bunshu um, Winery, uh, buildings burned on the property, uh, I think family dwellings, but not the winery um, itself. And they, it, a lot of these wineries have ponds, you know, man-made ponds, lakes, reservoirs. Um, and the firefighters were able to dip into those, with, you know, in helicopters or whatever, and then take that to help fight the fire. So it was, it, it was just an incredible experience. That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. Send us your evacuation procedure via email to feedback at reducedshakespeare.com. You can also engage with us and other fans on Facebook or Twitter. You can find easy links to all these social networks at our website, reducedshakespeare.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Austin Tishner and Reed Martins on Twitter too at Reed of RSC. Thanks, as always, to Fire Marshal Matthew Croak, web services by Ginger Power Limited, music by John Weber and Garage Band. Our random fan shout-out this week goes to James Hinken. No reason, it's just random. Special thanks to Roger Roten, proprietor of the landmark Sebastiani Theater in downtown Sonoma, California. And finally, thanks very much to you for listening. I'm Austin Titchener, 575 1725ths of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. I always try to look on the bright side. I, I, I'm looking forward to, in a few years, a lovely, smoky Cabernet. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, yes. Well, next year's harvest yes, has smoky undertones. <laughs> this podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company. Reducing expectations since 1981. Go to ReduceShakespeare.com for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less.